any of the message since the beginning of June. If you haven't got anything, this is going to hit home run for all of us. Because it's needed for us to understand what it means by prayer life, which is the theme. And just to let you know, next month, the theme is plan and purpose. Plan and purpose. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your word that you're going to release. More of you, less of me. May the spirit of the living God have its way. May your people be ready in their hearts and mind. May their ears be in tune with the Spirit is saying in this hour. So we thank you, Lord. Give you all glory and honor in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right. So now, today's message title is, What Kind of Prayer Life You Have? Uh Uh-oh. What kind of prayer life do you have? And I'm going to give you a listing of things here that's going to maybe arouse you a minute to say, whoa, maybe that's me, or maybe that's me on this side or this side. So these are some of the lists that I'm going to give you how a Christian pray. Now, if it fits there, you just say, hmm, okay, that describes me. You don't need to publicly say, that's me. If you want to, it's up to you, but do it after the service. What kind of prayer life you have? Let's start with the first one, petition. Lord, may you bless our morning, protect the family, may it be a fruitful day, in Jesus' name, amen. Lord, the bills are due, and I don't get paid until the 5th, or semi-annually, or semi-monthly, or weekly, and I need that bill paid before the due date or I'll get a fee. Amen. Lord, I pray, Father, that I'm sick. I pray that you'll heal me immediately in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, I need to get along with one another. I need you to let me show the love of Christ through my enemies. Amen. You see the petition there? That is a petition that you want God to do for you. Here's another one. See, this fits you. What kind of prayer life do you have? Here's the second one. Led by the Spirit. Oh, what does that mean? Here it is. All of a sudden, you're in that prayer mode. You're quiet. The TV's off. Your phone is silent. And then all of a sudden, you get some kind of thought or some kind of revelation that comes through your mind. That's being led by the Spirit to let you know that you need to release this type of prayer. The third one is, is the Holy Spirit interceding through you. The Holy Spirit will give you that unction to say, Ooh, I need to get on my knees. I begin to pray. And if you have that gift to pray in the Spirit, then you begin to pray in the Spirit. How about this one? A Pharisee's prayer. If you guys don't know what a Pharisee is, it's the one that upholds the law, the Mosaic law, the Old Testament, the Word of God. But yet they have a split personality. Pharisee wanted to kill Jesus. Wow, I thought you were supposed to live holy. Why would you kill someone that wants to do well and heal someone on the Sabbath day? And then you had the Pharisees come in there and say, uh, we need to kill this guy because he's taking over our position. We might not have a job anymore. 
Is that your type of prayer? How about this one? A flowery prayer. A flowery word. You're just so, wow. You paraphrase like 30 words, but you never got to your point of your prayer life. You were going to say this punchline point, but you took 50 words to say something, but never mentioned the punchline word. That could be some of the, the believers that pray. Here's another one. Trying to impress others that you're so spiritual. Oh, Father, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in heaven and earth. You might have that type. So what kind of prayer life do you have? Are you a prayer warrior interceding? Even when you're tired, you're praying. Even though someone calls you early in the morning, you're praying. Even when your work is about to start, you're praying. Even the day has already started, it's almost lunchtime, you're praying. The day is almost over, you're praying. When you don't feel like praying, you're praying. Are you that type of person prayer? How about this prayer, a watered-down prayer? If you never heard of a watered-down prayer, I'll give you an example of it. If the scripture says this, don't say little bits and tidbits of that prayer. Say the whole thing. My God will supply all my needs. And you do the opposite. I'm probably hoping that God will meet all my needs. What kind of prayer do you have? Here's another one. Listen to this. This should catch all your attention. A fleshly prayer. Whoa, did I get someone's attention? It got my attention. What is a fleshly prayer? Well, if you look at the Pharisee, if you look at Paul when he went to the Corinthians and to the Galatians, they were carnal Christian. What does that mean? They pray what they desire and what their flesh needed. Are you that type of person? Only when you get in trouble, you pray. So I gave you a list of types of prayer that people do. One of those categories should tie into you. Or you might say, I have maybe all of them and a combination of all that in a summary of what, who I am in prayer. Listen, here's the bottom line. Your prayer should be unto the God in such a way that there's no wavering of your prayer. 1 Thessalonians 5.17 says, Pray without ceasing. That's number one. What does that mean? You pray constantly. You continue to pray as the Lord leads you. You pray because someone calls you and texts you and emails you and Facebook you and said, I need prayer. And you just say, Lord, I go into prayer. I'm going to give you a, a quote from Martin Luther King. I have so much to do that I shall spend the first three hours in prayer. Wow. Did he change the world? He sure did. A man of God. Ecclesiastic chapter 5, 1 through 2. Listen to this. Keep thy foot when thy goest to the house of God and be more ready to hear than to give the sacrifice of fools 
that they consider not that they do evil. Verse 2, be not rash with the mouth, and let thy heart be hasty to utter anything before God, for God is in heaven, and thou upon earth, therefore let thy words be few. When you're praying, you're basically talking to God. And as you're listening to yourself talking to God, you're hearing what you're registering, what you're saying. And Solomon talks about Ecclesiastic. We just read chapter 5, 1 through 2. And when we go to prayer, we should not be hasty in words or impulsive in thought to bring up matter, but rather we should let our words be few. If you're going to pray grace over the food that we're going to partake here momentarily and everyone's hungry, are you going to say about five to seven words and you're done? Or are you going to sing or read or pray 50 to 75 words before you're done? I'll make it simple. Jesus set the example. What did Jesus do when he got the food to feed the 5,000? What was his exact words? Bless it. And he broke it. Let's grub. How simple was that? In 21st century, we add more sophistication. I think there's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes you need to discern. Because there are a lot of people who are not as patient. I'm not saying to please them, but at least use discernment to understand when you're ready to pray. Amen? Pray according to how long you can keep focus. I mentioned this yesterday in our prayer. Pray according to how long you can keep focus. Oh. And according to desire of God gives you. Wow. Guys, there's a time when you feel like praying and you not, don't want to pray. And sometimes you're just dumbfounded and you're just praying and you don't know why you're praying. It happened to me. So when we pray, we struggle in our prayer alone, especially if you're by yourself. If you're in that bed, I guarantee you, that bed is going to make you want to just sleep through the night. You guys agree? But when you're by yourself, you should be to the point where you keep yourself awake and say, Lord, let me honor you through my prayer. What about when we're in a group setting? Be concise in your words and be done with it. If there's a party of 12 here and you're going to say a prayer and by the time you're finished, it's already three hours that went by. We're not even finished with the first person. Make sense? So be concise, decisive, few words, and be to the point. If you're on your own, you can say a thousand words, no problem. Because God already know what you said. Well, how can you even say that, child God? I already knew what you want, but you said a thousand words before you actually got to your punch point. So be few in word, be direct, and be concise. Let me say this. If you don't enjoy prayer... That is absolutely nothing but a struggle for you. Some of us struggle in prayer. They don't continue trying to grind it out. We instead urge you to spend more of your time in the Word. See, when you get in the Word, then you know what the Word says, and you begin to quote and unquote a scripture. That's a prayer already. Because you remember a scripture that impressed you 
to release and now you know it. So that impression to you to know the word. Luke 18.1. I mentioned this yesterday. And he spake a parable unto them to this end that men ought to always pray and not faint. Here's another translation. Always pray and never give up. Can we pray and not give up? Or is our flesh so tired that we need to give up? Even Jesus said it the day he was ready to be crucified and the day he was going to be betrayed, guess what? He told Peter and all the, the apostles, could you not pray for one hour? See, the body is willing, not really, the spirit is willing. The body is only subject to the spirit if the body is in submission. Amen. So never give up. A person is not more righteous or more spiritual because they spend more time in prayer. It's a relationship which you're doing during your time, which is the most important part. It's your relationship with God. You know what? I'd rather have a relationship with God and being like a Pharisee. I'd rather just make it real with the Lord. Lord, I know you have a great day because you're God. Lord, may you give me that blessing so I might have a good day. See, that's talking to God on a one-on-one basis. If you have that, you're good to go. But if you struggle with that, begin to go to the Bible and begin to read the Word. And now you'll start developing your prayer life through the scriptures you memorize. <laughs> Set aside time to pray every day. But in addition, learn to pray throughout the day. <laughs> Thanking God for the good things He brings unto your life. See, alone right there is talking to God and thank Him and being grateful. That's a simple prayer. That's called one-on-one. I love that kind of relationship with God. You know, as simple as the prayer is and, and the simple talk I do with God, it's so simple. I said, Lord, what's on your mind today? I say that to God. What's on your mind today? And then all of a sudden, if you stay quiet and stay connected, all of a sudden, He'll give you a scripture. Amen. Pray also when you and others that you know are facing problems or decisions for you need his help. Listen, guys, just pray for others and continue to be sensitive in the spirit. And you'll see all of a sudden people say, hey, you know what? I feel good. I don't know what happened. But see, that's prayer standing in the gap for someone that didn't know that you were praying for that person. Philippians 4, 6, that's the last scripture. Listen to this. Be careful for nothing, but in everything in, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be known unto God. Remember, guys, it's not a selfish prayer for you to have everything in life. God already knows that. He knows your next plan of your next career, of your journey, of your work. He knows the area where you're going to do branch out and do ministry. He knows all that. All you need to do is stay connected so you can be ready for your next instruction. What is the next instruction? Stay tuned. Amen. Listen to this. Here's a simpler translation. Don't worry about anything. That's another translation. Listen. Don't worry about anything. Instead, 
Listen, this is how you replace being worried. Watch this. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Man, that should be a fresh revelation. You should have an aha moment. That light should already went on. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. See, guys, when you start thinking that way and start talking to Him, you're actually having a relationship with the Lord. You don't even know it. See, when you start talking to him in a personal way, Lord, I'm going to have some Kirkland pizza here in a minute. <laughs> and Lord, it, it looks good. You know, Thank we you. got some chicken over here too, Lord, and we got some chocolate muffin over here. And who knows other surprises we might have. Bridget might have something in store for us. But my point is, you never know. So when you talk to the Lord, talk to him like that. Amen? Yeah. Amen. The Bible said, in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. In closing, oh, hear this part. Is your prayer serious to God? Are you using God for what you need? You don't even talk to Him until you need something. Uh oh. Prayer is your way of life, and I desire to talk to God, our Lord and Savior. Listen to this. When we all have busy lives, the million-dollar question is, dun-dun-dun-dun, do you have a relationship? Rewind for one moment. <laughs> do you have a deep relationship with God? That was cue, by the way. If your answer is yes, receive the blessing from God. Amen. Here it is. How can I have a deep relationship? Listen to this. Talking to him in a meaningful way. Oh, glory. Talk to him about everything. Don't just ask for what you need, but ask him what you do want him to do for you. We struggle with prayer at times because we all allow things of the world to be priority before God. Guys, did you listen to that? You should have said amen. Amen. Uh, listen, we struggle with prayer at times because we allow things of the world to be priority before God. Amen. Develop your prayer life. May you have God's anointing when you pray. May God's power flow through you to impact people's life, city, community, the nation, the world. Imitate Jesus how he prayed for hours. I leave you with this. There's a pastor that has a million, a million member church. It's the biggest in the world. He prayed for five hours. When he got older, his knee started to hurt. Now he prayed for three hours. I encourage you guys, if you can't pray for five or three, at least pray for an hour. If Jesus said it, that would be a benchmark for us to set an example. Be encouraged to pray longer, effective, sincere, focused on your words, and watch how God will move in your behalf. Amen. Let's pray. Father, 